What's going on, everybody? What's happening? We are the takeover, having the TKO podcast. Um, we welcome everybody out tonight. is a special night for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only do we have Castle Black Construction, Jonathan and Jared, here with us, the main men involved with all of the construction going on in Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid South. Dallas, Texas. I'm just calling out places. I don't even know if it's real or not, but we speaking it if it ain't. That's right. That's right. But we also have a very special guest that you don't see at the moment. But not yet. He, but he'll pop into the screen in a minute, I promise. <laughs> probably can hear him a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, what's going on with y'all tonight, y'all? I am I am good, man. You know, business is good. Uh, family is good. Like, like, right, I like am this. really, really uh, fortunate to be here with with you all. You know, we really do appreciate the opportunity you all give us to partner with you all on your events, and uh, we're really looking forward, man, to keep 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 things going. Hey, sounds good to me. So that was uh, Jared Logan right there. Yeah. We also have Mr. Jonathan Logan. Did you say that already? No, I you know because it's always an issue for me to to discern <laughs> who is who. Oh, but, really? <laughs> but, since, but since Jared has on the T-shirt tonight. I know. That, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Jared easy to tell us apart, man. We're in a purple tonight. That, that'll work out. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and jump right in this. We'll be right back again with the podcast. Um, well, I already told you, told everybody your names. How did Castle Black Construction come about, sirs? Whichever, whichever one of you all want to go first, go ahead and wow, uh, man, and, and uh, speak right into the mic so we want to make sure you're yeah, heard. Yeah, wow, man. Uh, I'll give you all the short version. Close. Jared and I started the business back um in 2005 uh back then we were strictly home builders or we started off as jonathan jared builders corporation um uh we underwent some changes in 2008 and, and nine but we stayed you know going and uh in 2013 is when the current business uh was was birthed and we changed the name to castle black and we solely focus on commercial construction and, and i say solely focus on because 99% of our work is commercial work. So every now and then we may do something on a, you know, house property, but for the uh, most part our work is strictly commercial projects. Okay. Commercial projects. So your Arby's and your Wendy's and your your Krispy Kreme donuts and um, <laughs> the service master. I'm just naming yeah. buildings that, that I think I can recall seeing you guys talk about that you guys have um, – have done work for is that am i correct sir yeah so uh i'll give you a little brief list of uh things that we've actually done uh we do stuff for for your local and state government agencies uh we also do stuff for private industries so as you mentioned we've done some work for taco bell uh we've done charter schools uh we've done apartments We've done uh, maintenance facilities and warehouse work. So we're, uh, you know, very, very diverse in the type of work uh, that we actually do. Uh, One of the things that we're getting more focused into now is in the federal space. So we do a lot of uh, projects where since Jonathan uh, has been in the Army, we do have uh, a disabled veteran certification status. So now we're able to uh, bid and win federal projects, and we've actually started looking at some of those federal projects projects and that actually have done i think two federal jobs uh within the last year hey hey man what's up <laughs> uh we've we've done two federal construction projects within the last year uh and we're looking to expand that 
abroad, and when I say abroad, really abroad, meaning uh, overseas. Actually, Jonathan is in, is in the process now of looking at stuff in other countries, like you know some NBC type work, uh, partnering with other companies. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. These guys are really, really doing some things around these parts. Man, that's, was, a, that's a good thing. But I, I got to know. Um, I know you're twins, and you're, you know, you work closely together. How do y'all resolve differences in opinion when it comes man, to different I, jobs I, and I everything? Oh uh, man, no way, no way. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, man, no, man. Look seriously, seriously, though. Man, we know a lot of twins. You know, by us being twins, we can, you know, we just know a lot of different twins and the thing that we get a lot is a lot of twins say that they can't get along i never really understood that because jonathan and i we get along well i mean you know man we've had fights and you know verbal fights and you know we've had some some fist fist fights too but right, right. <laughs> brother stuff brother stuff but right. you know in a long short term of it you know man we work really really well together you know we know how to talk and discuss and solve issues uh, and I think that's attributed to the success of our business. Okay, good, good deal. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so it just had something that had to be nurtured. In yeah. A, in, well, I guess as you grew up together, you kind of know, you know, which buttons to hit and which which ones not right, to. So. Right. Okay. Well, good deal. Then what? Then what actually comes up as far as like project management? What are like some of the main challenges? Basically, what some things that you might face on a daily basis mm -hmm. when you are trying to secure a, a job? Okay. So one of the major issues. This is just with the entire industry as a whole. Uh, one of the major issues in construction right now is skilled labor. Mm. There's a lot of construction going on. There's a whole lot of it, and this is over the entire country. And a lot of the schools now have taken away, like, those voc tech courses where, you know, you teach people how to be a, a mason or teach them how to be a carpenter. And then, you know, just being real about it, kids don't want to do that kind of work and so there's a short shortage of uh, skilled labor and so it's always tough to find that qualified skilled person and when you do find that person you have to make sure that you hold on to them and that means you know paying them top dollar and that uh, also means you know treating that person right and fair because you know they can easily go to a another company uh, so that's that's the major challenge in the industry right now is just you know holding on and maintaining that skilled labor so i got a question what is something that you can do to hold on to that skilled labor like what does like when someone grabs a skilled labor person or some skilled labor how do you hold on to that you know i know you said just paying them um compensating them well but what is there are there any other ways like is there other education that you can provide for them or are there other things that you can do to hold on to that yeah so one of the things that we've done and we've held on to a few good guys and that is giving them or putting them in a position of more responsibility you know i think when you not only pay somebody well but if you also reward them for the things that they do they're more in, inclined to show you favor and stay there with you right. you know just showing them that you really appreciate what they're doing for you know you and themselves honestly because we always try to make everybody feel like they are the company. One thing that Jared and I <laughs> can't stand, and I, I, the, the people that work for us will tell you this, we can't stand when they come in the office and, and they say, well, hey, y'all going to make some money on this job. No, no, 
we're gonna make some make some some money money. you know no this is your company just as much as it is mine so you include them exactly exactly because because without good people there is no castle black you gotta have good people And, and that's with any business you know uh, one one person can't make the business function on can't make a business function. It takes a team of people. So we always want to uh, encourage our people to make sure you know to to you know to be inclusive. You know, awesome, awesome. Like so that. you get buy-in from them. Exactly. They believe in it. Mm-hmm. Good, right. good. So initially, you were called uh, Logan. Jonathan Jerry Builders Incorporated. Okay, okay. Jonathan <laughs> Jerry. Builders Incorporation, mm-hmm. and in 2013, mm-hmm. you changed to Castle Black. Castle and Black you know I love me some Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so when I hear Castle Black, I'm like, oh, that's good. So how did that come about? Of course, you are, everybody knows when the economic downturn came, um, there was a lot of construction businesses that went out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't per se go out of business, but our, our previous company, suffered some losses and we figured that since we were going to move solely out of the out of the housing market and focus on commercial building we needed to just change the name of the company you know start fresh Mm -hmm. so we battled with several different names for almost a year you know just watching game of thrones that name castle black came up and it just came to me right it rings it just (laughs) rings you know it says that you are bold it says that you are capable you know, it says that you are uh, willing to take chances and challenges. Uh, and then uh, we went through a, a process where we were trying to figure out, you know, what the logo of the company was going to look like. And Castle Black sounded strong. It is strong. And we felt like the presence of, of the lion. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, sound, uh, we thought that the presence of the lion meant that we were able to protect and provide and be honest and fair. So uh, that's where it came. Very slight. So so, so Game of Thrones, are we uh, Team Cersei or 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 are we Daenerys? Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a real question. <laughs> I'm like, I, I gotta know. I gotta know. You know, you gotta be careful don't don't get me wrong. House, House of Stark is pulling pulling his way up slowly but surely. But I, I mean, you know, they they all die too, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the drop of a hat. Everybody okay. died in that, in that show, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, very good. Very good. Answer. Right. So before we move forward. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, this podcast is brought to you in part by Castle Black Construction. If you need anything built, is that is that correct? Yeah, anything? Anything. Anything. Do anything. y'all build dog houses? Uh, <laughs> I'm just curious. That's just a question. If it's, a, if it's an expensive dog house, yes. <laughs> yes. Call like, us. We'll climate, get that done Climate for control you. the dog right, house. Right, right, right. <laughs> with like a ramp and like a little door. He can just walk. Exactly. They can just walk right on in. With so, the elevator. With the elevator. With the elevator. <laughs> um, right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this, this podcast is brought to you in part by Castle Black Construction. If you need anything built, reach out to Castle Black Construction. That is Jared and Jonathan Logan at www.castleblackconstruction.com. Did I say that right? No, www.castleblackinc.com. That's right. I see. That's why. You, that's why you're here. Right. Go ahead. What you got to say? Well, actually, we do own castleblackconstruction.com, but it's going to take you directly to castleblackinc.com. Ah. 
<laughs> it's rerouted. They got it routed. They, they paid extra yeah, right, for that. Right. They, right. they paid extra for that. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, let's move. Let's, let's keep on moving. You look like you was about to say something, sir. I, I'm not going to say what I want to say. I'm just going to okay, say, good. Tanya and Donald, y'all make me sick. That's all I'm going to say. Ain't no lie. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to keep on moving. Let's see. I, I had a question. Um, so, here's, here's a question. Why the construction business? That's why? Why the construction business? Well, speaking to my. I just tell you how we got into it. Okay. Um, when we were in college in Jackson State. Oh uh, yeah. Say, yeah, say that one more. Say that yeah. again. Say when that we again. were in college, Jackson Cut. State University. The, I love. The. Cut the tape. Okay. Cut the okay. tape. The. Oh, Tracy. <laughs> okay. So Johnson and I had an opportunity to uh, work for one of the largest minority engineering companies in the country, okay. actually. Uh, IMS engineers, I want to give them a shout out because you know okay. they they actually brought us in. And uh, John Calhoun actually mentors us still now okay. today. Okay. Uh, he's one of my biggest mentors. I can call him any time I want and uh, get some advice from him. But uh, we interned with those guys uh, from soft from our sophomore year all the way through graduation time, and then. Uh, after we left there, we came back home and worked for a couple architects and engineers. Um, and during that time, the housing market was really, really booming. So um, while I was at the architect company, all I was doing was, was drafting, you know, um, and doing some project management. Uh, but at nighttime, I would moonlight and design custom homes for other builders. Mm. Okay. So okay. in the process of designing homes, I was picking up the actual trade of building. I was learning it just by watching other builders build. Because I would tell you this, it's one thing to know how to design um, a home or a building. It's another thing to actually know how to put it together. Mm -hmm. So uh, in that process, I wanted to actually get my contractor's license and start building. Because I, I was like, you know, they're paying me three, $4,000 to design a home. You know, I could build me some houses and sell them and make a much much greater profit. Right. You know, so we ended up taking the exam in 2005 and we just started off doing renovation jobs. You know, somebody wanted to finish off a bonus room up above their garage or, you know, they wanted to do an add-on uh, or maybe wanted to convert their garage into a, a living room or something. You know, we did those small jobs and over time we began to pick up larger projects. And so that's how we got into the to the business. Uh, no, I, I initially did not go to school to be a, a builder. You know, a lot of people go to school for things that they don't end up doing. Of so course. Always. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're the one that does all the designs? No, I don't do any designing now. Okay. Um, architects and engineers, you know, uh, pretty much do all those projects. We He's uh, the only. He does not have to do that type of stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, I'd like to share this with you know with the audience, uh, uh, and this is uh, talking about construction delivery methods. Okay. Now, we can deliver a project to a customer in <clears throat> there's uh, three main uh, ways. There's the hard bid, which is these steps are design, bid, build. Um, there is the uh, design build process, and there is the negotiated deal. 
Mm. So on the design, bid, build, that's where the uh, customer will hire a design firm, somebody like a Seth Tucker. They will hire them. Mm -hmm. They will design the plans, and then they'll put those plans out to a group of contractors, and they'll bid it, and based on the numbers and the skills of the contractor, uh, the owner will select from that pool of, of, of bidders. Most of the time, they go with the lowest bid. But I warn the audience, going with the lowest bid is not always the best bid. So right. so basically, you get what you pay for. Exactly. Uh, exactly. exactly. I will put emphasis on you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, that's the traditional delivery method to where a architect and a general contractor, a general contractor can deliver to a customer. The uh, second one is the design build, which was kind of what we were talking about here earlier. That's where the um, the customer will hire pretty much one neck to choke. And that's typically the the contractor. They'll hire the contractor, and that contractor will be responsible for the the design and the construction. Okay. And so that's one contract that the owner has to deal with versus the first method, the owner will hold a contract with the architect, and he'll hold one, hold one with the general contractor. But with the design bill, he'll just hold it with that general contractor, and that general contractor... Typically, if he doesn't have an architect on staff, he'll consult with a architect and bring them onto the team. But as so far as a contract standpoint, the owner will will only be responsible to to report to that general contractor, and that general contractor is responsible for the design and the construction. And then the negotiated method is the one that we like to do where uh, a customer is already familiar with the contractor. They already know uh, how that, that person builds and they like they, their work. And they, already, and they hire a design team and they say, hey, look, this, these are the guys that I want to deal with. I'm going to negotiate my price with them only. Okay. So those are the traditional three main ways that we can deliver a project to a customer. And that, what you just said right there, it's basically relationship. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, so like, so like, you got a connection, a network. Uh, you've already dealt with the person before. You like what they're doing. Right. And that's that's business. Right. That's business. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, good deal. Good deal. Um, I like the way that sounds. Sounds like these guys know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of motivates me. You know, last time we had uh, John Corns on here, we we're talking about real estate, and now we got Castle Black on here talking about construction. I think I want to get something built. <laughs> what you going to get built? I don't know, maybe like a, a shop that I could tent inside of. See? Plug. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah See? I like that. I like that. Building design. I like that. <laughs> okay, well, good deal. So, uh, I think we've been informed. Would you guys, oh, oh this podcast has, has been brought to you in part by Castle Black Construction. <laughs> if you would like to reach in. out to these guys, they are on Facebook as Castle Black and Castle Black Construction. Or if you would like to reach out to them, reach out to them at www.castleblackinc.com. And and everybody has now seen Gabe. <laughs>
And they are, they are, they are enamored by our newest member. Somebody said the newest member to take over. So, Gabe, how you doing? Right. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to slide right into it. So, I'm going to put Gabe down for a second. Do you remember that first question? So, Mike, I want you to explain, um, and Jared and Jonathan, since you guys are here, you all are included into the discussions and the topics. So, I'm just going to let Mike tell you guys what he did over the weekend he went on so first let me let me let me let me let me let me set it up so he rolled the mega bus a lot of people were laughing and didn't think the mega bus was still around so mike took the mega bus to the atl shouted to the a so mike go ahead and give us your your uh, mega bus experience sir we're gonna jump into well that. first let me set it up all right so i purchased the car last week and the car was in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. so I was trying to figure out, because I worked a crazy schedule, I was trying to figure out how can I get down there to get this car. And uh, I checked some flights, uh, you know, because I think Atlanta might be, what, 55 minutes by air? Something like mm-hmm. that. So If that. If that. So I checked mm-hmm. some flights. And the flights were, for what I needed to do, I thought the duck cost was ridiculous. So, for what I needed to do, because uh, I'm just going down there and coming right back. So then I I had some offers for uh, to catch a ride down there because it was some big games, um, Atlanta versus New Orleans, and a lot of people. That's right. <laughs> and a lot of people were riding down, but I didn't want to spend the majority of my Sunday on the road going down there and then trying to come back. So talking to my man Randy late late one night, he was like. He was like, and you know how Randy got that accent. Yo, man, you need to check out check out the Mega Bus. And I was like, I never thought of that. <laughs> and so I checked on the site. Matter of fact, we were on the site together. And bam, there was an 11.45 p.m. Uh, ride to to Atlanta for $36.75. Look at God. Look at Look God. At God. <laughs> so I still had reservations. And I put it out on social media. And I got a lot of positive feedback. There were some bad experiences, but there was a lot of positive feedback. And I couldn't leave early uh, Saturday because I had a meeting to attend. But uh, so I got on there. I got on the mega bus at 11:45. It was. Um, I mean, arrived promptly. We got on. Um, I had a wonderful experience. I, for thirty-six dollars and seventy-five cents, that was with the uh, with the upgrade. Excuse me. Um, Double decker bus. Yeah, there's an upgrade. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold up, Mr. Bougie over here. <laughs> yes, there's an upgrade. So, so like you can sit in the seats down downstairs or in the back upstairs for like twenty nine dollars, or at least on that route. Now I didn't check check the prices overall. And then if you want to sit up at the front or in some of the seats. Closer to the front, you got the five dollar section. You just uh, upgrade for five dollars, or you can upgrade for three. Three dollars. Three dollars. So for an extra ten dollars, can I drive the bus? <laughs> no, uh, no, you don't want to drive the bus. You don't want to drive. So, so I got on there. We made a stop in Tupelo. Uh, then we made a stop in Birmingham and picked up some more people, and mm-hmm. we arrived on time. And so. My word to everybody out there, okay, and so like and so like the guy that was sitting beside me uh, was a retired physician, 
you know, he, he was like, he's going down there to visit his daughter. So, you know, he he was uh, a white Jewish guy. I, I guess that's what he was. Uh, you said they like all physicians make a whole lot of money. Well, 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 <laughs> what, and you're right, and you're right. But but I think from the perspective of something, because with me, and I don't make a lot of money. All right, let me just put that out there. Don't be, girl, Mike sucks. He's looking cute, but he broke. <laughs> but but I have to really watch how I spend my dollars. It's yeah, especially right, right, right. So so it's like okay, for thirty six dollars and seventy five cent, the ride was only seven and a half hours. I think if you drive on, on the way back, I think it was like a five hour drive straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't that much more uh, time being spent on the road. And I probably spent more in gas coming back. I know I, I did coming back to Memphis than I did for that trip. Now, sure. yeah. now granted, it was just a one-way ride, but I think had it been round trip, I don't think it would have been no more than about 40-something dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, and I know there's been a lot of horror stories out there. And, you know, obviously when you get people on a bus or something like that, yeah. You know, you can have different situations, but I had a great time. I had a great time. So if you need to get somewhere and you need to get somewhere inexpensively, is that a word? It is today. We made it right, right. Inexpensively. Yeah. Try the mega bus. Don't be shamed to get on the mega bus, man. <laughs> hey, that's a good slogan. You may have to charge for that. I might have to charge for that one. They need to give me free rides because I'm, I'm taking the mega bus everywhere. <laughs> and Megabus, if you're listening, you could be there, our next sponsor. Right, 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Please, please, somebody connect us with the Megabus, man. <laughs> so, so uh, Megabus, man, man. Calvin, Calvin was saying on Facebook, I saw because I, I stepped out for a minute. Sorry, people, I had to tend to Gabe real quick. But uh, Calvin, one of your Facebook friends, was saying something about a Megabus takeover. We should like <laughs> lock, lock down the mega hey, bus. Tracy Davis, hey, Tracy hey. Davis would not let that happen. <laughs> down, I forgot who I was dealing with. Yeah. All of us would be down. Tracy Davis would be like, "No, we are not doing the mega bus takeover." I can tell you that right now. But it would be a great idea. I think it'll be fun though. Yeah. We would have to, we would have to like charter it and lock it all the way in though. Yeah. It's not and. And I'm glad you said that because the website was pretty easy to use. You just went on there, you clicked the seat that you want. You knew it. On your phone too, though. I'm, ah. I'm downloading the app. People, people, people would probably make this a takeover on wheels, and we all we've been on world star, world star hip hop. I'm just saying. <laughs> they on, they took the mega bus, man. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a great experience for me. I, 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 I and I've talked to some other folks that had some bad experiences. Yeah. Oh, there was somebody that did chime in. Uh, the lovely Chrysla Louise Key uh, was asking, "What did you bring back?" I brought back a, um, a vehicle. <laughs> I brought back a. Um, so y- you kind of have to know me. I like uh, kind of sporty vehicles, and I kind of get into the ones that have modifications on it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, my Z, my 300ZH, you know, I've been working on it for a few years. And I was uh, leaving Love, so here's a classic weekend. And I was just meandering down the expressway, and a, uh-huh. and a guy in a G35 Infinity 
kind of pulled up beside me, and we were kind of pulled up, kind of just testing things out testing to see, by like, <laughs> testing the gas on the expressway. And I tested the gas a little too hard and blew my motor out in the excuse me in the in the Z. So <laughs> while I'm getting that worked on, I decided maybe I should get a. Uh, an Infinity G35. There's already tricked out uh, rims, carbon fiber hood, was uh, the, was, exhaust. Was this the same car that caused you to blow your engine up? It was. And that's part of the reason why I went, so I went and got a G. <laughs> so, so technically you're Kevin Durant. <laughs> right, 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 right. Get beat and then join the team. Join the team. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it's an 08. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, it's a 2008. Uh, it's real nice. Uh, I haven't posted the pics on, on social media because I'm still taking care of a couple of little things. But uh, but it's been dropped. Oh, my gosh. It's got 20s on the back. I think 18s on the front. Uh, aftermarket spoiler. Um, it's, it's, it's boot number three. Now, my truck is, my truck is number one. Cause that's where we make money at. Okay, that's the we line. make money with number one, <laughs> right. but and two is the Z because that's just the order. Okay. But three is that is that sweet little thing outside. So yeah, sweet yeah. little thing right outside. there, look at it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have to. Okay, so I have the keys. I know the keys. So that was the Mega Bus uh, yeah. Chronicles or Extravaganza, if you will. If you guys don't know, Mike always is posting um, some funny stories, you know, and. You know, you read the story, it's like reading a book, and there's always a punchline at the end, or it's like a big kapow, you know, like a big kaboom at the end. Like, what in the world did you just say? You know, so that that was, I thought that was very interesting, that whole Megabus story, because I've always wanted to ride the Megabus, but I could never, you know, orchestrated like I wanted to like I would like if I wanted to go to Dallas and see some of my friends or go to Chicago or something but I never did get the opportunity I have I've not I've yet to have the opportunity to enjoy the uh internet I mean the Wi-Fi on the mega bus and the, the Wi-Fi the second was down Oh my! Oh, Are you serious? Wait a minute! It was down. That was the, that's the whole. That's like what <laughs> the, they say. The truth comes out. But, but they had to. They had to. They, they had to plug it. This. No, no, it's free. It's, it's free. No it's time for the Wi-Fi. Right, right. Supposed to be. So now, and now here's the other thing. If you've never been on the mega bus, I thought that it was just the plug, like, like the little thing that you stick in your car. But no, no, like it's the actual outlet. Wow, outlet. Wow, yeah. Right. So you have to have that. Luckily, I brought mine. So, so, uh, so I keep that in mind. It's not the little cigarette like, lighter. Right, right. right. It ain't a cigarette right. lighter. No, uh, yeah. no, don't do that. But, but uh, I mean, for the cost and for what I needed to do, you know, now I wouldn't take it to DC, you know, but, but definitely anywhere six, seven hours. I figured it'd be worth it, especially if you go late, that late at that late you at night because you're all you're asleep sleep. and by the time you wake up you're you're there. You're ready to right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so I think by the time I talk back to you, you were headed right back to Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like and it didn't it didn't take me. A uh, major shout out to my girl Wenda Berry. Uh, Wenda met me at the. She said, "Don't lose your keys." <laughs> she know because I I funny story. We had opened the car up and and then I lost the damn. Oh excuse me the dog. <laughs> Uh oh, uh -oh, uh -oh, uh -oh TK go TK go get on me about that. Okay, I lost the lost a little fog. Is that what it's called? It's called like, a key fog. Key fog. I'm not used to that, y'all. I'm used to the keys. I'm used to keys. So so I lost that. But uh but yeah, thanks Wenda for coming and meet me at the uh Marta stop. 
and taking me straight to the car, and I just jumped right back on the road and came right on back. So, so that's my mega bus story. Uh, you either have to love it or leave it. I, I love it. it. It was a funny story to me. So Gabe is um so since Gabe is is talking, mm-hmm. uh, I have a question that I would like to ask you guys. Um, so I'm a little late in the game here when it comes down to uh, child rearing and um, cheering, child <laughs> cheering, cheering, child rearing, child rearing and diaper changing and uh, it's 2018. So all you guys have um, children. So I want to know um, how has parenting changed? within the last 10 to 15 years because all of you all have an at least a 15 year old at least at least, at least a 15 year old all you have at least a 15 year old and I have a I 1 year old so how, how old is my 12 oh, well <laughs> close enough <laughs> close enough 15 so, October 1st okay alright cool, yeah, cool. Mike's gonna be 17 in December see, see I, I was right on him well, I'm with, this. I have a 16 year old and a 22 year old at Jackson State University thanks alright so um, at the Jackson State University so can anybody uh, educate me on that because I'm, I'm trying to learn some things here <laughs> how, how has parenting changed uh, within the last 10 or 15 years or has it changed in the last 10 or 15 years I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> I ain't had to deal with love. Now, I did change some diapers. Tracy and I changed some diapers. One, you one, changed some diapers. <laughs> I just <laughs> We were forced to change some diapers. I'm, I'm not going to even tell the story, but let's just say that the room had a had an overwhelming um, aroma. aroma that forced us to change diapers. And I had done it in in about twelve years at that time, and I was like, you know what, somebody got to do this, and I was the man. Um, I don't know. I I don't think it's any different. What do y'all think? I mean, you know, man, how has parenting changed? You know, I can only give you my perspective from my one way journey because you know I'm I'm not raising the kids for a second time, so I can't compare how it is for me raising you know. Yeah. Uh, kids, but I think that the kids today have a lot more challenges than we did when we were coming up. Uh, you know, you know, they have a lot of sexual challenges uh, that they have to deal with in the school system. Yeah. You know, with uh, with the LGBT thing going on now, and you know, I can just remember back when I was growing up, it was much of a tab of a taboo. Opposed to now, it's it's just open. So. Uh, those type of conversations you have to have with your uh, kids. Uh, I didn't have that talk when I was growing up. Uh, you got social media out there, you know, that's, right, yeah. that's taking a lot of their attention and focus away from uh, school and things that are things that can nurture them and develop their minds. Uh, it's a lot of trash out there. So you got to deal with that. And then you got to deal with, you know, just plain old laziness. I think that, you know, as the world grows and evolve technology has just made us so lazy that you know it's kind of hard to to teach these young kids what real work ethic and putting in the hours and the time you know to actually develop them themselves and to grow so i think those are some of the bigger challenges that me personally i face i think the main thing that i had to change was i you know just kind of i have two daughters and just teaching them or just trying to explain different things to them and communicate with them it was always, for me, it was like always old school. You know, you just 
do what I say, right. don't worry about it. So at a certain point, I had to kind of learn how to communicate with them. So I had to, I had to start realize that they more comfortable text messaging some things. So I yeah. had to, you know, kind of curve my my approach and go ahead and you know text message every now and then. But if it's certain questions that 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 are difficult questions, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick up the phone. Sometimes I'm just have to text, hey, pick up the phone and call. You know, th this isn't a question for text messaging. So you know, I just had to kind of learn to be a little bit more lenient as far as the way that this younger generation actually communicates and um, and get away from my old school mentality because that just moves them further and further away. Mm -hmm. So had to kind of evolve a little bit. Those are great answers. John, you have a response, uh, some rebuttal, sir? Well, I don't know. I, I was, I'm kind of debating that if I should. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm just scared to put it out there, man. Here's the funny thing. Off the record. Like, okay. Off the record. Off the record. All right, look, look, look. So, all right, so, I mean, well, it's, it's natural. So, We're all family. So, so look, look, it's like this. It's. Even the rules have changed. And I say the rules, we like the school systems. Uh, I recently had a challenge of my own. As y'all know, I have a daughter, she's 12. I had to go and speak to the school about letting her go use the bathroom. Mm. You know, okay. just because, you know, things are so different now, they're uh, so afraid of kids bringing guns to school, bringing knives to school, mm -hmm. that they have them locked down to where they can't even go take care of their own business while they're changing classes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so. So I've, I've, been, I've been enlightened. So here's why I asked those questions, uh, that question, sir. So me being a brand new parent and also um, working as a teacher in the school system, I have um, I've seen so many different things. You know, uh, when I was teaching, you know, you have so many different, um, so many different children coming from so many different backgrounds. You know, you got um, all kinds of challenges that they face as children. So I only, I used to only see the um, the, the child's end of it. You know, they mm -hmm. would come to school telling us or expressing things that they were expressing what they would be going through at home so I will only get the the child's in you know when the parent would come up you know it's like okay the parent they're coming up trying to rectify whatever's going on so you may not get the full story or you may right, not get right. exactly what's going on because you know a lot of times the parents may come up and they just they wouldn't want to share everything that is happening so you guys my friends so I wanted to kind of hear that from a parent perspective as now I'm a parent as well so I just wanted to hear that because all of you guys have gone through the the whole baby and elementary stage so you all in the you like the social media that was a that that's I think that's like a big 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 challenge you know yeah, yeah, Tracy what are you what Tracy no I have to share man, and I'm pretty sure my daughter will be mortified that I told the story oh, I please, to please tell the story we got we got about we got about 10 more minutes we got needless to say at one point uh one of my daughters I won't say which but basically she use some colorful language on social media mm -hmm. so at one point i'm just like I, I was like you know you can't just you know be out here just you know mm -hmm. talking like this and everything like that so you know when i said stop for a little while i came back like okay i need to do something about it so eventually coordinated something where she came over to the house and everything and she walked in all happy oh hey mm -hmm. hey grandma granddad auntie cousin what's going on darling? and then all of a sudden 
this is the intervention. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I was like, this you is had the intervention. I, I printed, I printed out everything. Surprise. I printed out everything <laughs> that you said. I was like, here, read it to your grandmama. You are terrible. Hey. <laughs> you surprised her. Ask me, did it ever happen again? Did it ever happen again? It never happened again. Because after she got off of her punishment, she had to, everybody from here to California, had to be her Facebook friend. Oh so everybody, she got another page though. That's what you know. It about. is. Oh. Hey, at least I don't know about it. Right, right, right. She got a page. At least I don't know about it. It's a picture wow. of a hat. Right. Right. She taking notes from Ill Mac. Well, that means she wouldn't be on long. That's funny. Yeah, man. So, so, so basically, Tracy. So, seriously, you had to figure out the best way to. Solve this problem that we had going well, on. Well, it's, it's just the fact that these this younger generation really doesn't know how to communicate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, you, it's it's one of those things when you have a face to face with people, it's a totally different ball game. Everybody's kind of gets uh, they get pushed off their square. So, in other words, you know, a lot of a lot of them can't really cope with people face to face. Oh, everybody has keyboard courage, mm-hmm. you know, when you're yeah. on the when you're behind your phone or behind your computer. But when it's time for you to have to face the music in front of somebody, yeah, it changes the game. So. Changes the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna jump jump right on into our uh, last and final topic. We got about five minutes to touch on this. Mike, go ahead. Well, Miss uh, Miss Jazzy, Cognac, Fulwali, and if. And if I said that wrong, Miss Jazzy, please charge it to my head, not to my heart. And we talked about this down in the lobby. Uh, we did want to discuss the situation that's going on right now with uh, one of the, <clears throat> I know most of, not just our generation, but you know our parents, uh, uh, definitely uh, Mr. Bill Cosby. And today he was um, sentenced to three to 10 years um, 81 years old and it's a difficult for me it's a difficult discussion because you know obviously he's been an icon he's been you know he we've looked up to him and and uh, had so many fond memories watching the Cosby show um, if you were in the older older or uh, uh, generation, you probably watch some of the movies or whatever. Uh, uh, what's the movie? Sat- Uptown Saturday Night, or something. Whatever those movies were that he was in or that he was in back in the day. But now fat he's album. yeah, Fat Al. Thank you. Yeah, 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 Fat Al. So, so now we're looking at this man, and we aren't going to dismiss the charges. We're not saying. That the charges uh, should should not be dealt with, uh, I and we talked about this in the lobby. My concern is the consistency of what happens with Bill versus what's happening with other people. And you know, yeah. if it's going to be done one way over here, it needs to be across the board. And I think that's the biggest issue of. Jared had brought up a situation down in Texas, I think, mm-hmm. um, where a physician um, uh, had um, he had uh, sedated you. one of his clients and had sex with her while she was sedated. Right. Yeah. 
He got off with 10 years probation, no prison time. No prison time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think this is the think I think that this is the big issue. Uh, nobody is arguing the fact that if you do something that is illegal that you should be uh, held accountable for that. But the consistency part, or at least for me, Twitter, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't know if you want to jump no, in. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree. Um, you should be held accountable. Everybody should be held accountable for their actions at the right. end of the day. Right. Everybody, you know, whatever it is that you do. So I, I agree with what you're saying, you know, have it, make it the same for everybody across the board. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TD? No, no, I, I completely agree. You know, think about the Harvey Weinstein, um, Matt Lauer, everything right. that goes that goes on. Yeah, you, you definitely want it to be an even playing field, but – and it's just kind of sad that it isn't, you know, and it has to actually uh, end up like this. So that's just where I am on that. Yeah. I thought it should have got a life sentence with no Viagra. Ah, uh, see, see, you got jokes. You got jokes. Oh, boy. You got jokes. Doom, doom. That's about for you for the takeover. Council Black Construction. These jokes are a little too far by. You can sneak them in inside of the jello pudding. Like the Sandman will come out here in a minute. All right, peoples. So that's about our time right there. Um, Gabe said he's ready to go. I'm just kidding. Uh, That's about our time. Once again, you are listening to the Takeover Podcast. Major shout out to the 88.5 Podcast. Major shout out to Castle Black Construction. Check those guys out at www.castleblackinc.com. Also check out their Facebook page. It's Castle Black Construction, correct? Correct. Um, If you're not following us, please go to the Takeover. Uh, right now we have a picture of the flyer. It's the Halloween flyer. It's a picture of um, it just says the Takeover Halloween edition with some nice, cool-looking pumpkins. Hey, excuse me, who who, who's, who who are one of the sponsors of our of our Takeover Halloween party on October 27th from 7 p.m. until? You sneak, oh, yeah. One of the sponsors, uh, they're sitting here now, and another sponsor would be Mr. John's Corns with John Corns affiliate. John Corns John Corns affiliate, affiliate brokers. Affiliate brokers, right? Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, like John, John, John is on here right now. So if he said that wrong, uh, uh, get us straight real quick. Um, uh, but yeah, so on on October twenty seventh, October twenty seventh, right? Be, be ready. Um, you might as well go ahead and get your costume now. If you're just now getting them, you're probably too late because um, it, that's one place that everybody goes all out for costumes. Uh, shout out to John Best. Shout out to uh, DJ Suave, uh, Wally Brown. Photography, um, the, side, the side street family for letting us hold the event there and everything, but it just gets bigger and better every year. We're going to have contests. We're going to have um, a bunch of surprises for you this year. So definitely stay tuned for that one and uh, look forward. If you when you come out, definitely you know meet. If you have any questions for our sponsors, they will be there in, in, in full dress, and we'll we'll get it started. And 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 they'll be they'll be set up. Uh, well, I'm I'm hoping that they're gonna be set up with the with the table and kind of like we yeah. were set up at uh, right. Um, so so please stop by and holler at them um, um, if you're getting some renovations or some or some. I was trying to get my parents to to uh, to get y'all to build their house, but 
uh, you know, after the storm. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it's all about relationship, and they yeah. knew. They knew the guys down there, yeah. so and they did a wonderful job. Yeah, man, right. I was about to ask. Yeah, yeah, they turned out. Oh, oh, turned out oh wonderful. wonderful job. Wonderful. Good, good. So, so, but, but, um, right here in the city, we got we got some folks. And uh, hold on, now. how old are y'all? Thirty nine. Look here, I'll be fifty in January. These young brothers right here are doing it. You know what I'm saying? And so this is these are some folks that we know, or we at least got a connection to. Real simple. Saw you on saw you on the Takeover podcast. I right. saw you at uh at coming to America. Well, excuse me at uh, school days. I saw you at you know so 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 like an easy connection, a great uh, way to uh, get some work done by a great group of young men that's doing the stuff right here in the city. Uh, under forty. Yep. And under we 40. and we as the Takeover always want to make sure that you. Um, actually take advantage of, of everybody that we, you know, bring to the forefront because our, the mission of the takeover in the first place exactly. was actually to um, connect uh, our clientele with different businesses around the city because we do want to uh, support local business, especially, you know, our, you know, positive black community. Exactly. So de yep. definitely give them all the support in the world um, because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And if there's anybody that might have a, a job or a bid that might need to come up, you know, you should definitely refer to them because we definitely stand behind them. Real quick, uh, a good friend of mine reached out to me, and I gave mm -hmm. them sure did. Uh, sure did. Uh, the number. And yeah, um, so it's called me a couple of months, months back. Said, hey man, one of my friends just called me. He's looking for a contractor to do a project. Uh, I don't know what it is, but jump on the phone, call him really, really quick. So I jumped on the phone, called him, uh, went over there and visited uh, with him. He put me in contact with the person that was in charge of the facility mm -hmm. that he's at. So just by that word of mouth, you know, I we we just started another project. There know? we go. There Simple. we go. You know, just it's you know, guys, it's all about relationships and connecting and uh, staying focused on your uh, goals. Exactly. Look at yeah. that. And I think that's it. I think that's it right that is, there. That is a wrap. What what you didn't mention, uh, Terrell, and I want to verify this, Cynthia. Oh, as far as um, our special guest uh, judge for the for the takeover Halloween. Oh yeah. I'm looking at you because I don't want to put it out there. And then you be like, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say we'll we'll have a special we'll guest. Have a special we'll have a special. We'll we'll so we'll so we're gonna have a special guest judge. Yeah. at the Takeover yeah, Halloween yeah. Edition yeah, 2018. Yeah. You do not want to miss it. And right. I said her first name. Right. Cynthia. Oops. Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oops. oops. <laughs> and Gabe will not be there. <laughs> hey, look, y'all. We had fun today. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, please, please, if you're not linked in with the Takeover uh, please do that. Um, uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I think you got Snapchat. Uh, all of those, Twitter, um, all of those different mediums. But the best way, the best way to connect with us is when you see us, say hello. I promise you, you will not be upset by that. Because we're going to, even in person, 
if you like us on social media, you're going to love us in person. <laughs> and that is correct. <laughs> Is that it, guys? I think that's, that's it. it. All right, y'all. We appreciate, appreciate you guys. It. Thanks, Council Black. Thank you, Council Black, for coming along. Appreciate it. Until next time, this has been the Takeover Podcast. <laughs> Find us on iTunes <laughs> and SoundCloud. <laughs>